Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. How drunk does he Man. sound in that? that Let's one. get down with the program. It like, sounds like he has a it's stroke like midway, midway like, through. What the fuck? That's the bush. Welcome back. This is the yes. Super Bowl Sunday edition of Danish and O'Neill. Low scoring game. Lowest scoring in the history. I saw that. Uh, 13-3. Yeah. It was an ugly <laughs> game. Patriots won it. Uh, makes me happy. Most people uh, makes them unhappy. Yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, I, had no, I, had, I had zero... Uh, I watched the last 10 minutes. That what made it. me happy is uh, I have a system. I think I've talked about it before. I started the game at 5, and then I fast-forward every commercial, and I fast-forward to the snap of every play, and then I'm done, and, like, I was done. Oh, yeah. I was done at, like, 7, which is, which is from 3. Like, it's 2 out. I cut it in half. These, uh, I watched some of the commercials. They were really weak. Very I, weak commercials. I don't watch any of them, and uh, I'm proud to say that. To me, a good commercial is uh, an oxymoron, and... They play them all. If you have cable, you're going to see them all anyway, so you don't really need to see them that night. You know what the weird thing was is uh, I hate when people do uh, it. It'll be like all these photos of like people that have died, like firefighters and all this, and then at the end you're like, buy Verizon. I was like, yeah. It just feels so fucking scummy. Or Gillette's commercial about men, and it's like, hey, what are you saying? Well, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking. No, about I'm just you, saying, I, like, it's I, just bizarre. I, to, like, that's that has nothing to do with any of their products. No, but I, I mean, that is fine. Like, that's terrible. But I'm saying you're literally yeah. selling based on death. Yeah, and p- playing on people's sympathies. 
Yeah. For people who died in tragedy, I was like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, you know what these people all would have wanted for you to buy a yeah. Verizon phone? They all had Verizon phones we checked. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> if you Verizon, if you care so much, why don't you give all the family members of these people who passed away free Verizon for the rest of their lives and free Verizon products? And not say anything about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, instead of selling us on... Uh, it's getting sick. It's disgusting. It's, uh, now, the good thing is there's that backlash about the fuck Jerry. Uh, See, it's uh, Nick Youssef is a big fuck, fuck Jerry person. He's uh, Everybody is. Yeah. It's, it's uh, being it, led by comedians. All, all Things Comedy has come out with this. And a fuck, fuck No, literally, Jerry. every yeah, it's yeah. everybody. Uh, but, I mean, they're not the only ones Fat doing Jewish it. Fat Jewish as well. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, there's no, but they're not the only ones either. No, I mean, there's no, like an uh, epidemic. Yeah, it's of, a dime a dozen uh, people ripping off shit online. It's, uh, it's it's sad that they're, but yeah, those guys in particular. Did you see some of the posts? This one guy was like, "No, hey, dude, this is like the third time you've stolen one of my bits. Either give me credit or pull it down." And then the, one of the fucking head guys just wrote, "Shut up." I was like, what a bunch of fucking bullies. They're under fire. What a bunch of fucking... I don't think anyone's leaving, though. I, I looked. I, I don't think they've lost any followers. No, I think if you're into them, it's kind of like Mencia. If you're a Mencia fan and people say he steals, you'll spin it. Be like, yeah. Well, it's still funny and it's well, he, he does a creative spin on it. They don't do any spin on it. They no. They literally just yeah, take just the cut and thing. paste. Um, yeah, and then the, everyone's... There's like backlash against all things comedy where it's like, you comedians, grow up or fucking stop acting like little bitches. I was like... Dude, that's because you've never had any shit stolen from or just you. Just say you whatever job you do and something you did, someone stole yeah. and gets credit for. Would you like that? I would say no. Think if somebody <laughs> just took this podcast and they just put their name on it yeah. and then just started playing it, and then they, and they made had way money. more followers yeah. and they made money, and we're like, "Hey, it's, man, that's our podcast." They go, "Fuck you." We gather the material. Speaking of podcasts, before we forget, check out Beach Cops on oh, Patreon. Yeah. Pull up a beach yes. towel, pull up a beach chair, a nice cooler of beer, whatever your fancy is. Make sure you put the uh, fake soda wrapper on the outside of it so the beach cops don't arrest you. But check There's, it out on uh, Patreon. Everyone's talking about it. It's crazy. You have to hear it for yourself to believe it's it. It's great. It's worth it. There's a $3 tier, $5, and the $10. Not only do you become a beach cop, you get a beach cop badge, and you. I think we're probably going to start doing maybe night vision uh, live videos for that tier to make it even crazier. Yeah. What other podcast is doing night vision video? I'm going to say none, none. So check it out. Uh, check and it. hopefully, uh, hopefully people won some money on bet DSI on this motherfucking super bowl. If you bet the under on the score, I'm going to say you won some money. If you didn't, uh, you should have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you, hopefully if you did, you used our promo code do one Oh one. And I hear a lot of you saying, what, what do I bet on now? I'm just going to, I'm going to fold it up like Kenny Rogers. You got to know when to fold them. Well, fuck that. Cause you got March madness right around the corner. You got, there's nothing crazier than March Madness. NBA is still going on. There's a lot of sports, boxing, MMA is constant. So if you're going to bet, use promo code DO101. Get on there. You can do it on your phone. They're doing live now. You can bet, you can gamble like on, say somebody in an MMA fight has like a good first round. And you can change your bets. And I mean, you know, you know, you can start betting. Wow. Right then you can be like, oh, I think this guy's going to fucking take it. Guys, why not? You can bet on who was going to bet the most on a Super Bowl game, like Floyd Mayweather or somebody else. They had these lists of guys. <laughs> crazy. They had odds, yeah. There's some like, guy who calls himself Better X, and he throws down crazy money. He, threw it, he did it on the Rams this year. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. And he like comes in last minute and like sways the lines because he throws down so much cash. 
Who knows who it oh, is? Oh, that's fucking weird. Yeah, it might be me. Oh, they don't know. They don't know who he is at I think, all. Yeah, I don't think he wants people to know who he is. Maybe he's nobody. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they're just doing it themselves. Somebody no, I'm saying maybe it. it's like not somebody so you would know who you know. Oh. Just some guy who has a lot of money. What if it's uh, Bill Gates? What if it's Billy McFarlane from prison? <sighs> I doubt it. That fucking guy. <laughs> what so, if it's the Das Man from prison? Could be. Oh, uh, I'm gonna take the Rams. What if he was a gambling savant? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey mom, uh, somebody's ramming me now. Yeah. Yeah. So let me take the Rams. I I, told I don't them. even know what a patriot is. So at least the Rams an animal. I spend most of my days guarding the ice machine. Yeah, that's what I told you to do in there. Because people aren't using it right. It's a good usage of your time and your life. And so I tell them like, can't use it like that. You, I remember you. You were destined for that. We used to go to motels. You'd guard the ice machine there. Yeah. And then, uh, you start? F- 15 people stabbed me in the shower. You got a lot of fat to protect you, Brandon. That's what I told you to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so use that bet, the promo code DO101 on BetDSI. Hook, hook it up. Come on. Yeah, get come on there. Hook the, show us up. hook the show up. Hook yourself up. Hook it's your family shit. members and friends up when you win all that cash. Let's talk. I got some sad news before we move on. Okay. Uh, Danish and O'Neill niche show that we followed. The uh, I think it's called The Wild, but we, the, with the Turtle Man. Yeah, his buddy Neil. Is that the guy that died? Neil bit the dust. Did he? It was I saw that. I go wait. I think that guy sounds familiar. Fifty-five years old. He lived. He, he lived looked, a long time. Looked like he lived <laughs> a long time. I was shocked. I saw his age. I was like, what? Wow. They said uh, natural causes, which is always crazy. Yeah, 55 people often drop dead of natural causes. They said all, then, uh, in an odd thing, they're like, also was having heart problems. but Also, like, also having also, heart problems. But also worked at like a rehab center, so it could be kind of, it's a kind of a wide swath. My buddy. My buddy Neil. Imagine that speech, the turtle man. It was like a uh, croc hunter show set in like, where was it? In the South Kentucky, I think. Imagine Croc t- Hunter. I think that's given. Yeah, it's a little, yeah. It's like Croc a, Hunter, like the cable access he of was, Croc he Hunter. Was, he was, a, he loved, first of all, you could catch all these animals, all these vermin. He could catch them with a cage, but he loved to catch them barehanded. To like make them go through some shit. Yeah. He also loved uh, wading into diarrhea style pond water, putting his head under it and, and pulling up uh, huge snapping turtles. And I don't even know why. I think just to do it. Yeah, I think he just loved it. Oh, no, I think people were like, they're causing problems. What like, problem? relocate I, I don't know if anybody's Wait, ever had a problem with a snapping turtle. Well, that's where it lives. Like, why do you need to relocate? I don't. Think, I can't think of a time anyone's had a problem with snapping turtle. This guy's like a landlord. We gotta get this fucking turtle out of here. He evicts snapping <laughs> turtles from their <laughs> ponds. Some well, of that water. Bad. He must have gotten some diseases. Dude, do you think that guy grew up there? That guy fucking. Yeah, that's true. He probably drinks that water. He used to water. swim in raw sewage, <laughs> hey, and I love hey, it. Hey. He, uh, he would always refer to this guy, Neil, who was just like his uh, Robin. He really had nothing to do with the show at all. And then he was his, the Turtle Man's uh, sounding board. He would always say, my buddy, the Turtle Man. <laughs> yeah, he, I think he was like his agent. Like he would set up these rodent hunts. He's like, my buddy's going to get $15 if he catches this raccoon. We're going to a defunct mini golf course in arcade. And my buddy's got to find some snakes that have disappeared. Yeah, and he's going to get $20. Remember we always were like, how does he make money? Because every time they'd be like, hey, we're going to pay you in macaroni and cheese. Yeah, and he's like, be, I'll take it. It'd be like, we have a belt buckle, <laughs> a, a shoehorn, and a pen for you. And That's a, a great deal. And a button. <laughs> to, 
Neil, uh, they said Neil was called the Banjo Man, which I don't recall from Wait, the show. Wait, what? <laughs> I never Dude. saw... Well, you know what? Wait, I think he actually did play some music. Did once. he play music? I think. He had maybe. a mean beard. He had a Duck Dynasty-style beard. Yeah, I mean... Well, it's a loss to the community. It's yeah. a loss to the rodent, the rodent catching <laughs> catchers of Turtle, America. Turtle Man's going to be on Craigslist looking for a new Tom number tells two. Tells me, yeah, number two. He probably <laughs> fucking stuck in his asshole still. Uh, so I'm telling you, Turtle, Turtle Man could throw a uh, Ritz cracker in that town and hit about twenty of these fucking banjo mans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably had somebody lined up. It's like when you take out, you know, a tyrant and there's always yeah. a number two in command. So something tells me Neil was training somebody over the last couple of years, telling him what, what kind of stuff the turtle man likes in his turtle yeah. stew, so how he likes it seasoned. That guy was getting probably 10% off whatever he was making off catching those things. So he's making like $2 an animal. What do you, I mean, TV, they must have made a little bit of money off the I'm show. I'm sure the show they did. But. Remember, though, they had to come out and say that a lot of the situations they were doing were... Uh, like reenact, Staged. yeah, like yeah, putting these animals in these circles so he could just catch them. And there was one where they really traumatized, like a, a fucking e- emu, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really grabbing and tackling it down. But there was no reason they could have just done it without him having to like fucking wrestle the thing with his bare hands. <laughs> there was a lot of ways to avoid the contact with the animal. They could have just done live traps. He likes to feel his chest <laughs> he on loves that animal to, he body. To jerk off. <laughs> he loved it. He loved yerking it. Uh, sorry, uh, what were you going to say, what were you gonna say oh. before? Oh, how was your trip? Do you want to get into that or do you want to uh, get into Okay, we'll get into the trip and then we'll end it with the other. Uh, <laughs> trip was great. Here, let me show you the back of my legs real quick. Oh, geez. You were on the injury Have list? Have you seen this? <laughs> what do you got, bruises on your knees? Both knees? Fuck it. Yeah, can you see that? Yeah, what do you terrible. Oh, and by the way, you see that hand? Yeah, a little puffy. That's from Tuesday. I think it's broken. I'm going to go get an x-ray tomorrow. Jesus. Ari broke his wrist. <laughs> I uh, had Ari on my Nostra- Nostradanish strikes again. I said I thought Ari would come back with an injury. Yeah, he hit a snowboarder. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is being uh, alleged that she nailed some guy from behind, and it was a hit and run on the ski slopes Whoa. in Utah. The guy, though, is claiming it was like permanent brain trauma. I don't know if I buy it. Something tells me that that, uh, <laughs> that guy may be out there yeah. looking for accidents. Yeah, he had a neck brace. He was wearing a neck brace. Oh, the classic. And his name is Perry. <laughs> no, I'm saying during uh, skiing. <laughs> yeah, no, first day we were, uh, we were doing speed runs. Like and doing drugs? No. We're like I brought some speed for you. Trying to go as fast as we could. Um, there's Bert, Bert's got some good footage, but I hit 62.3. Jesus. Bert hit 38 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but then everybody went in, and Ari and I went on some last runs. And so the last run down, we were, I was like, oh, look at this trail over here. It's got a bit of a flat spot, like a catwalk. So you got to get some speed to go over that. So I bomb it, but what I didn't see last second was that the trail was actually roped off. Because usually they have like pink tape hanging from it, the rope, so you could see it. But it the sun was glaring and everything, and so I hit the fucking rope, and the rope burned a hole through my. So you hit it knee high. Uh, yes, but then somehow the rope like went up and then trapped my hand, Ugh. and then I don't know how it got the back of my legs. Must have wrapped around somehow something happened and I don't know I'm on the ground my skis are off my fucking pole snapped in half Jesus. ski patrol guy comes asks if I can move Ari's dying laughing <laughs> Good he's like friend. I saw it up there I was like oh, oh, oh he's hitting a rope what's going on <laughs> and so uh, yeah so then my hand was swollen 
and then it kept hurting, but I just kept skiing with it. That was the first day. So I skied through Saturday, and then uh, now it's in so much pain that I'm fairly certain it's broken. Jesus. And then... Uh, I saw Ari had like a bowling wrist brace on. He looked like the yeah. Jesus. He, so he, he did break it? He went to the urgent care. I have to wait to come back. To, I want to use... I need to use my insurance in California. And he went to the urgent care. Ari of Mormon insurance? He's got some shit. Uh, and so they took an x-ray of his and they're like, yeah, your wrist is broken. Because he was... So he's like... Be, it, was, it was like day three. He's like, you want to race down the hill? And I was like, yeah, I'll race. But Ari's so out of control when he goes fast. <laughs> like, so I was behind I him. I inflate. Like the ski pulls up in no, the air. like locked. He's like... Oh, like stiff? Like just locked into a position and he holds it. <laughs> and so then I actually was kind of a little nervous because it's kind of busy. And I go, I don't think this is a good idea. So I backed off. And then I said, I know I see him just fucking hit. And he's like, the guy just cut in front of me. I was like, whoever's in front of you has the right of way. You're also going like 50 miles an hour. <laughs> and his shit just fucked. So I, as I was coming down, I had to was the other guy all right? skis. The other guy was pissed at him, but then oh, he saw sure. Ari was hurt, and then he like just left. He's like, "Wait, are you Ari Shafir?" <laughs> Dude, there's a lot of that. Uh, well, the guy who he With, hit between no, like a a lot between of Bert, I'm sure. Yeah, there was a lot of people that recognized them on on that were like working the chairlifts and stuff. I heard Danish and O'Neill fans are in the Utah grocery stores. Yeah, that was I. I don't know who that guy was, but that was the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Some guy in a in a grocery cart just wheels by me, and then he goes. Is already is already doing any duty play yet? He just walks away. He didn't want the credit. It's like a, it's like a guy giving a donation. He doesn't want credit for it. I was what I was dying, and I was I was by myself. I look around. And I told Ari, he's like, I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. I don't believe it. <laughs> did you were you did you even know what it meant at first? Because I mean that would take you off guard, right? You know. But then, I, well, I knew they knew said Ari's name, so I was like, this guy. And then I remember that we talked about the duty play <laughs> on the pod. So I go, this guy was to listen this morning. Yeah, that was Monday, right? Did yeah, it was got in there Monday night, yeah, the day the podcast came yeah. out. He uh, he listened quick. Yeah, saw you. What are the chances of all that happening? I don't know, but. Uh, then there was a second person in the the grocery store. Is like, this is actually the same grocery store Ari and I went to. And then somebody else came up to us. I don't know if the grocery store is the place to get recognized. It's a podcasting hotbed. It really is. They sell podcasting uh, weekly magazine there. But dude, their uh, their following's great. Free ski rentals. Really? Yeah, the whole time. I yeah, saw a guy on Twitter said uh, hit him up next next time for ski rentals or something. And I used Ari's Ladies Epic Pass because she took she did the best thing ever. You're, you're supposed to have a picture on there so they can see if it's you. Yeah. She just took this like picture where her, it's just black and all you see is like the silhouette of who it is. It could be like a woman. It could be a dude with long hair. Whatever it is. And then he she just put her name but like a guy's name which could be also a girl's name <laughs> so that I could use it with no problem. That's pretty great. sweet. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was fucking in that house. I was, saw you did Ari's beloved uh, hot tub podcast. Dude, finally. a terrible idea. I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad it didn't work out for us because I'll tell you what. How much equipment was? Rolling. Oh my god, dude! It took 20 minutes to set up the cords and everything, and then the whole time you have to hold your arm out of the water. Yeah, it's like you're a nom with a rifle over the water, and then your mic gets all fucking juicy. <laughs> it was a it was a disaster. How long did it go on for? Maybe like an hour and something. <laughs> Maybe a little over an hour or an hour. Like it was a. It, and then he, he's like, "We need to leave the bubbles on, so there's gonna be all this fucking <laughs> extra noise." Did uh, did Ari? Does he have to get a hard cast for his wrist? 
Now he has a uh, just like the it's brace. Okay, just a brace. It. This place that we stayed at in the uh, in the shower, they had a steamer. Steam room was Ooh. also the shower. Very nice. And uh, we got it up to 118 degrees. <laughs> Dude, it was so it was me, Ari, and Bert. Bert was naked in there. He's How demanding big? that he's like, come in here. And I'm open. I was like, what the fuck? How big was the shower? Oh, it was a small shower. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're all fuck? sitting in it? No, or you standing? have to stand. <laughs> Where was he with his dingus? Was he, he was back? blocking the door. <laughs> so what, you had to go buy it to get in? Yeah, I didn't know because it's so steamy till I get in there. I was like, <laughs> hey, Bert, where you your, know your hands. where's your pants? <laughs> My hands on your penis. And so we're standing there for like 20 minutes, steaming it like 118 degrees. How much nudity did you see out of oh, Ari? Oh, Jesus Christ. A lot? It was nonstop nudity. Just Ari and Bert or other people taking part? Uh... No, just Ari and Bert. <laughs> Sean Patton was like, he and I was like, we're not into this. And either Mark's like, well, I don't think we should be. We're grown men. I don't think we have to participate in this. <laughs> Ari and Bert are like the uh, the grown up Bert and Ernie. <laughs> yeah. Ari and Bert. Bert's great. He's never used uh, hand lotion. In his life? No moisturizer. He also claims he's never eaten fruit until he was like 38. Which he is, said some, he of his, some of his claims are outlandish. He, he said he didn't know what a, he, an avocado was until he was like 30. I don't know if I believe <laughs> That's just what I'm telling you. No, I know what he says. Um, but it, yeah, dude, it was uh, it was fun. Shows good? Was a good time. Shows were great. So John Goings enjoyed, uh, enjoyed one of them? Um, yeah, first show was good. Uh, second show... There was uh, everyone was doing a story that they've really never done on the second show. So everyone was like pacing back and forth. Renazizi <laughs> had a great story. Really, I don't know if I should spoil it. I think yeah, it's up to him to tell. Yeah, I'd say you leave it alone. Yeah, because uh, let's just say the second show was about lying. That was the theme of the second show. Interesting. So it was pretty great. It was like one of those things where you're like, holy shit. It's fucking going down. I had a spot last night in the original room. I uh 1230 spot ended up being later as usual. Yeah. And uh, randomly, not that this is this is nothing to do with the story, but I was in the OR and all of a sudden I turned and Gerard, Gerard Butler was standing like two feet. Oh, was he? He was just in the back of the room. And I was like, what? that's fucking random. That late? Yeah. And so then... Yeah. uh. So then I was going up, I go up and as usual, a lot of, it was very scattered and it kind of, you know, you could just feel the, the air, yeah. the air was gone from the room. Yeah. And I turned to the right and it was like on the uh, side of the booths. It was these two dudes. One guy was wearing like a dice man jacket and I just like asked him like an innocuous question. And the guy was like, I forget his answer, but it was like bizarre. Right? He was just like, Hey man, like talk like that. And I was like, is that your real voice? And then everything he said from there on out was just how bad he wanted to fuck me. And it was so fucking bizarre. Was like, he gay? I go, are you gay? And he's like, I'm just gay for you, man. Like, But he wouldn't say it. But like, just kept saying, he was patting his lap and saying, sit on my lap, homie. How old is he? Probably like 40. He was like Indian. Uh-huh. And I go, are you on drugs? And he's like, and I was like, are you on meth? He's like, I've done meth. I've done everything. He looked like fairly wow. clean cut, but he was insane. What a fucking And it just weirdo. became about me being like, sir, I do not want to fuck you. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, 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 please. <laughs> just give it a shot, though. And it just would not. He's like, hold my pocket. And I was like, what are we in prison? Oh, hold dude, that, he might have done some time. This guy was insane. Uh, so that was an interesting uh, experience. What a fucking weirdo. Yeah. So I think Gerard, Gerard Butler. Real freaky lady. <laughs> saw me get uh, me too'd on stage. We ran some fucking dude at a bar after the show. He's like, I guess he runs a local open mic in fucking Salt Lake. Dude, he was he was the pits. 
The I'm talking like beyond pits. Like, Hopefully he's listening. Because it was cold out, so I go in there and then I put on my hat to go outside and I go in the bar and I leave the hat. He's like, take off that fucking hat. He's like this bald guy. He's like, take off the hat, man. He's like, why are you hiding under that hat? I go, what are you talking about, dude? And he's like, I go, dude. So I gave him three tries. And I go, dude, get the fuck. And then at some point he grabbed my jacket because he wanted to take a picture with all of us. He gra- I go, dude, let go of my fucking jacket. And Bert goes, oh, shit. He's like, dude, I wish I could say that to people. But I go, dude, I gave this guy three chances. I go, look, dude, don't ever fucking touch me again. I swear to God. I go, get the fuck away from me right now. He's like, oh, is that how it's going to be? I go, yeah, that's how it's going to be, motherfucker. <laughs> dude, I was ready to fucking, oh, my God. Now, <laughs> just even thinking about it right now makes me very angry. Did you guys switch uh, information so you could stay in touch? Dude, there was a guy in there with, like, this fucking... Uh, fedora and he was having people wear it and then when he would take that he, then he would secretly turn his head and he would sniff it what he would smell like the edges of the i thought fucking... he was doing like the wire no. when bubbles would make people he'd make you wear the fedora and the cops would take a picture <laughs> <laughs> but he, this guy just wants no. to smell your well, maybe scalp? that was too what the dude fuck? it was creepy and he it, so he gave it to red Azizi, and red Azizi's like I'm, I'm not wearing that thing and this is before we knew he was sniffing the hat and then the guy got, like got offended he goes hey look man I, I don't want to wear your fucking hat. Like, you want to sniff my scalp directly? Like, go for it. He goes, I'll take a picture, but why do I have to wear your hat? He's what? like, I don't, he looks gross. Is this guy like spreading lice? What the it fuck? It was a weird, it was like between the bald guy and the Imagine guy with the going fedora, out and that's your weird... thing. Like, hey, everybody wear my hat. Who wants to wear your fucking hat? I do like wear my condom, but uh, people like yeah, that Yeah, I, I do put my dick in your mouth, I <laughs> yeah, guess. Try this one. Uh, lick my nutsack. Yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah, it was a weird, I don't know. It Where was the, weird. Hey, pass the fedora. What if someone just stomped it? Here's your fedora. Yeah, throws it out the fucking <laughs> let window. Let take a shit. <laughs> here, let me take a shit in your fedora. Put it on your head. Here it is. Uh, and then we Did Ari wear it? Oh, it's a nice fedora. I like it. No. <laughs> no, he would probably, can I keep this? Uh, but then, so Bert won't ride in any like lifts that aren't, or, uh, ubers that aren't chauffeur like you have to be a licensed yeah, like, chauffeur because he's paranoid about he doesn't trust like regular people just driving him around i've seen him tweet that he gets very anxious like this guy's he really does. doing a lot of brake checking i'm freaking out dude so i ordered this lift behind his back because ari's like let's get out of here and i go yeah but we gotta wait for bert bert is like a spe-. he goes just order a lift so i did and then it comes they couldn't have been somewhere it was like a 15 year old Chrysler Town and Country minivan and it you could hear the suspension creaking as it pulled up and Bert's like I'm not getting in there I'm not getting in there and dude, we got in and Bert was fucking was I was he going, drunk? how you feeling Bert and he goes don't fucking talk to me right now he's like I'm so fucking mad at you <laughs> <laughs> and the guy driving I don't know like nobody knew what his nationality was but he was actually great and then Bert loved him because he called Bert the big boss man <laughs> what the wrestler or just in general no, just in general because we go up to Ta- Del Taco and because it's the only thing open and Bert goes to the window and he goes give me a hundred dollars worth of whatever you got whatever you think we should eat and what? they go the girl goes I don't know what you're talking about and he's like I got a hundred dollars I want to buy $100 worth of Del Taco. You know how hard of a math problem that probably was for a I Del know. Taco employee? It must have really stressed them out. It was. Uh, they must have been like, we need four calculators. Dude. We need to call somebody at home. First of all, we go, dude, we don't want $100 worth of Del Taco. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, it's not a great. <laughs> it was like a dream of his, I guess, to do. 
But it just sounds like a lot of it would be sitting there the next day. Well, we ate we, we ate it for like three days. It was disgusting. <laughs> just like, hey, dude, can I get some two two day old Del Taco? Hari was like, we need make sure we get enough hot sauce, dude. They gave us a twenty pound bag of hot sauce because they're like, this so, is a um, huge sale. I know. And then <laughs> Ari was taking out got goes, like a lifetime like black card to this place, dude. Then Ari took a bunch out. And he goes, you have to give this back to him. I'm like, I'm not giving it back to him, Ari. And he's like, oh, you're being a dick. Give it back to him. And I go, they gave this. They wanted us to have this. Why Do you want to offend he, him? Why couldn't he give it back? And then the next day, there was all that hot sauce thing. That I go, Ari, why didn't you give some of this back? He's like, fuck you, you motherfucker. How would you? <laughs> Guy takes the hot sauce very seriously. Dude, it, this took about an hour for them to prepare this order. <laughs> and that's what. Did it, you give some to the driver? So we asked the driver to come. We, yeah, we go have one. He's like, he didn't want any. But uh, Bert gave the lady making the Del Taco a twenty dollar tip, and that's when the driver called the big boss man. <laughs> He's like, "I never seen nothing like that, man. You're the big boss man." And Bert's like, "I love this fucking guy." The so big- then he gave that guy twenty dollars, and then he's fucking Jesus. Bert just fucking have a bag of cash on him. He loved it. He's like, "That's my new name, the big boss man." <laughs> <laughs> he should get a big boss man tattoo. For some reason, he's the wrestler's he, face. He thought that Bert was our boss because he's saying, "You're boss man, boss man, Bert." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we get there we have all this fucking del taco i mean it's the uh it's it was like I don't think three I've, of everything i've never had del ne- taco never had it either i was actually just discussing uh, this earlier tonight i'll never have it again either <laughs> one and done oh my god dude it well, was uh, it sounds like you had it for a good week length we ate it yeah we ate it that night we ate it that morning then we ate that night again let's put it in the uh steam room to see if we can get some juices back flowing through it <laughs> <laughs> it was uh uh, so yeah, but no, it was good. It was just like fucking five days of, uh, just hanging out and we, man, I, I felt like we had to go to rehab after this. <laughs> yeah. Trip like that. And the older you get, like if you're in your twenties, yeah. you can, it's fine. This age, you, it takes like a, a week to get recalibrated. Dude, there, somebody gave us a jar of mushrooms and then, uh, Mark Norman took some like before he went to bed almost. Is he, is he a mushroom? Guy? No, he just was like he, oh, he didn't have. He's like, uh, this is a weird experience. Because we were talking about microdosing, maybe that would work. And then uh, he, and then he took it. And he's like, big mistake. He's like, when I, everyone went to bed. He's like, I laid down on my bed, and that's what it. That's when the craziest shit happened. <laughs> he didn't sleep at all that night. Jeez. He's like, I was awake because we had to get up to go skiing. He's like, I didn't sleep. He's like, it was the worst trip I've ever had. <laughs> Solo in a bed. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, I don't those know what, didn't really get touched. I was like, that, that's not like you need a full day to kind of uh, when you do got that. like shows and stuff, you know. Well, yeah, the Friday it was funny because we we're like, fuck, why we why did we decide to do shows? Yeah, it's weird because I was thinking the logistics of it because you were there since Monday, and then by the time Friday rolled around, you must have been dead. Yeah, so I you mean, must have like bro- had to really like get a broken new- hands and fucking. And there was other people were hurt. You must have to was- dig deep to get through those. Would you do one each night or two each night? Uh, two each night. Okay, so, yeah, so two a- shows each night. That's a pretty healthy. Um, it was fun. It was it was a good supportive environment. Everybody was supportive. Like, all right, everyone was telling everybody their stories and helping, and they're like, so it wasn't as that bad. I saw but. someone on Twitter named Leslie. Not sure if it's a man or a woman. I would assume woman. She was really. She went to two shows, so she was. Really yeah, it. that's what Ari was like. Hey, you have to do different shows. Sean Patton, to his credit, did four different stories. He's a he's a fuck. I saw him do a story a, in Montreal at Ari's show, and he was a phenomenal. He's phenomenal. Phenomenal storyteller. Yeah. Mark Norman's, he's like, I'm not a storyteller, but he goes up there and he crushes with these stories. 
Yeah, I've he had never, some uh, funny stories. Yeah, I've never heard really any of his stories. He's, I mean, everybody has. And then Ari's like doing stories between everybody. Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus. He's a great host because he'll do that when the check drops. He'll go out oh, and like fucking take he'll, he'll take the hit. Yeah. Is he wearing his suits? No, <laughs> he was wearing a, a Miller Lite sweater. Miller Lite sweater. Yeah, like an old that? the old school can. Where did he get that? I don't know. Did he knit it? But it was pretty cool. I've gotten into knitting. <laughs> I can say I'm, I made this myself. He has uh, an interesting wardrobe. I was looking through it. A li- not like, you know, I just like yeah. saw it when I walked by in New York. It's all just, novelty t-shirts. You just see some like a lot of that, but then just like some wheat. You're like, I've never seen him wear this. Yeah, like, I know. You had some, like, he has a lot of clothes. You had, like sequin shoes or something like these. Like, do you see like gold or something? Something I weird. I was, like, I was like, when's he wear those? <laughs> <laughs> Is he a Broadway dancer? <laughs> but yeah, so then after that, uh, I think that was the last day we went skiing that already broke his wrist oh so yeah got it in at the buzzer yeah good for him i broke my hand the first i'm i'm almost positive because the swelling has not gone down and it is now extremely painful yeah it's i'd so say i gotta get an x-ray tomorrow but the back i don't know how these fucking lacerations on the back of my legs happened i'd see yeah the rope i think somehow must have uh the guy gave me i took a picture of me holding i ripped the sign out of the ground like whatever it was connected to so then I held the sign and took a picture. The ski patrol guys, like, hey, yeah. And then some other people came over and they're like, um, he he's like, they're like, is he all right? And he's like, yeah, he's just embarrassed. I go, I'm not embarrassed. I'm pissed. I go, this fucking rope was not visible. And I go, Ari, did you see the rope? He's like, I saw the rope after you hit it. And I was like, no, dude, I'm not embarrassed at all. I'm fucking angry. And I was like, maybe I should sue this fucking. He's trying place. to sway you out of the lawsuit. I know. Giving you the embarrassment. I go, dude, fuck you, man. I'm fucking pissed. You got uh, this is on now on your list with uh, what was that place you went where you hit the ice? Oh, uh, the mountain high. Yeah, yeah. no, Park City's <laughs> cool. I'm cool with Park City. <laughs> so you're not gonna sue as of yet. No. See what this hand injury though comes out as. Yeah, I know. Ari did one run. No, or he did one the train park with no shirt on it one time. <laughs> he loves no shirt. I know. For a guy with like a just like an ordinary body, <laughs> like he's not like excessive fat you know no. he's like there's nothing special about it but i was like dude if you wreck it's gonna be like fucking sliding you should have you should have tackled him. i know i should have crushed him <laughs> you should have thrown the hot sauce at him and distracted him fucking crushed him. hot sauce him to the eye <laughs> well big boss man bert <laughs> he's the big boss man he better start you should start dressing like a cop and carrying the baton like big boss man <laughs> and, and do that song you're from Cobb County Georgia <laughs> but yeah he's, and the guy's like I never seen nobody order a hundred dollars at Del Taco it was uh I thought I saw someone say like hey Bert your ride's here and it was a it was like a Chrysler van and I think that I think the joke was though that they call him Bart Chrysler yeah no for us the joke was that this van was like beat to shit and uh <laughs> he was terrified and literally every time he took a turn felt like the whole thing was gonna flip over because the suspension all the fucking struts and shocks were blown out so every time we turned literally felt like all of us were about ready to fucking roll over it's uh i hope you it's gave the guy man. five stars yeah that guy was great by he may way. have been a friend of the Bushman, <laughs> dude. From growing he up, he could have been a childhood friend of his. But he was great. That guy was cool. How long were you at Del Taco? By the way, it sounds like it took dude, a while. We were there for like forty minutes, probably. 
Because, yeah, how, uh, they don't have $100 worth of shit no. ready to go. What I felt is if someone came up behind us, and I was like, oh, uh, this could be a long haul, buddy. They, they did not view Bert no. as the big boss, man. Dude, there's two people in a car in front of us, and we had to wait like 10 minutes for them to get their order, and I go, oh, boy. They probably ordered like four tacos. I was like, we have $100 worth of fucking Del Taco. Oh, do they have? Oh, uh, yeah, it's, I was some reason was thinking they had burgers. I was thinking Carl's Jr., but they're no. all Mexican. It's fucking all different forms of just tacos tacos and and jumbo shrimp quesadillas <laughs> a lot so, of jumbo shrimp oh my god dude it's disgusting <laughs> it's like any dessert about it do they have dessert i think they have milkshakes there but we didn't get any <laughs> hundred dollars we had taco. Uh, yeah probably bought like a million different items i would imagine oh dude it was like two or three of everything on the menu <laughs> which was insane yeah the del taco sampler plan. yeah it was but uh, oh, also my fucking when I crashed, I had my water bottle and a flask with whiskey in it. Oh, I didn't drink any of the whiskey, but the I, I hit so hard that now the flask has a hole in it. Jesus, it's separated from where it was sealed, and then my fucking water bottle crushed. And where my water bottle was resting on my back, I have a fucking big bruise, like it, it really hurts. <laughs> Jesus, so, let that be a lesson to you, kids. Lucky you didn't have, uh, you know, a loaded handgun on you. I know, and would've, I ruined my fucking snow pants. Would have gone off. But did Ari have one of his patented snow suits? Nope, not this year. He no. wants to get a new one, custom built from the ground up that doesn't like fall apart to fit his uh his body dude but there was a guy that we kept seeing on the mountain wearing the same one that he wore last year and i was like this motherfucker's taunting you man this guy's <laughs> really taunting you. it does look nice i do regret it uh, he was so pissed we we're supposed to race bert and renazizi and mark and uh Patton down to the bottom r and i were gonna go up to the top of the hill and we were at like a lodge about halfway down and we were so much faster than the rest of them that we thought we'd go all the way to the top and beat them down to the bottom and so I took one wrong turn and it sent us on an, a five lift, one hour excursion. And the whole time I was like, motherfucker, were you supposed to beat him? What the fuck? God damn it. And so then we had to get another lift and then another lift and then another lift. I think, fucking hey, God damn it. He was so pissed. I was dying. I go, dude, we just go down to the bottom. Tell him it took him so long for them to get there that we decided to go on some more runs. But that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Sounds like Ari uh, had it up to here with you. <laughs> um, Between the hot sauce so, and the wrong turn. So we, while we were at the house, we all watched Abducted in Plain Sight. Uh, recommended by Stephanie on the Danish and O'Neill Facebook page. I guess a lot, a lot of people have been talking it about it. It seems like there. it's recommended now by everybody. Would, I, was, I, I just typed it in and people go... There was a whole article. This is the craziest documentary that yeah, Netflix has ever it, released. It's become like a big Netflix sensation, a la Making a Murder. And, it, it was, and it's uh, earned it. How many times were you guys like, what the fuck? Dude, you, it was great watching it with Bert because Bert's like, wait, what? What? What happened? He's like, this, he was like, bl- his mind was boggled to I, the point. I said, what the fuck? Like six different times. Dude, we were glued to it. I remember at when one he, point when, he, when, he, when the dad jerk that guy off if you don't know what we're talking it about was, it's a documentary on netflix we'll uh, give you the broad strokes yeah well, uh courtney turned to me at one point in the middle of it and she was like this can't be real she's like maybe this is like a like a crazily elaborate prank like a mockumentary and they like and everyone like once you get through it is like don't tell just recommend it but don't say that you were fooled and i was like there's no way people wouldn't ruin that i was like it's a good theory but this is uh, sadly yeah. this is real I, what I was impressed was how uh, matter of fact 
that the lady who got abducted she was, was talking about very it. Very okay with it. She was not okay with it. Not First okay. of all, don't say that. Well, she was I, not okay not with okay, it. Not okay, but like... It, but just it, it seemed uh, I don't know how, how I should put that. It like, seems like she'd done a lot of work getting no, and, yeah, of and, course, and a lot of therapy. To, but like very open, I guess, about she was open it, about it. Still yes. calling the guy the nickname she called him as a kid. Yeah, the mom like didn't seem like just like very. The odd. mom was the one that seemed the most retarded of them all. The mom and dad. The I daughter think. seemed completely normal. You, if I would have, if you had to ask me who was molested in that show i would have said the mother and the father the mother and father were the most naive yeah he was gay i'd say closeted gay guy they were mormons i believe right she said lds church the mom was just clueless and then the daughter and the sisters seemed completely normal and smart people yeah uh for having those parents they seem crazily well adjusted like that i you could tell that that woman had been through a lot by how well adjusted she had become i'm assuming she's she been really worked therapy on that. for like eight million hours but she was just like he she was open about all of it like there was it didn't seem like anything she was holding back i, I what i found out i guess though there's two ways you can go you can hold a grudge against your parents the rest of your life yeah or you can forgive them and say what she said at the end being like he's a mastermind which i i disagree i just think her parents were so stupid he was though he knew what he was he was like a master manipulator but also master manipulators know how to find weak prey yes yes and, and so he, he the, knew he knew what their but like how to get them <coughs> so he could blackmail them what 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 would be blackmailable yeah. the basically the story is this family lives next to this dude who has a family they live in idaho it sounded like a mormon i love that the guy's community. name was the b they called them the B, uh, something yeah. Bertrand or wasn't that his name? Yeah, Ber- yeah, Bertrand Chrysler. And then this guy started basically, like slowly manipulating the family. Like he's like, I he would call the the mom of the daughter that got abducted and molested. He would call her, be like, Hey, I'm at work. Can you bring me something to eat? It was like subtle, slow, yes, very slow, like pattern manipulation. He would uh, bring out the one daughter he liked, like alone. It seemed like a lot because the mom said at one point, like you know, he was showing her attention. Well, no, at first they would take everybody. Yes, and, and then he would said start everyone, slowly. They had kids the same age as their kids. Yeah, which they didn't get much into his wife. Where were his and, kids? Where were they? Dude, they were like, I don't want to fucking, I'm I don't sure. want to fucking be on camera talking about with like creepy fucking dad. By the way, how creepy was some of those uh, those tapes that he made where he's like, I just, uh, oh, we need to be together. Well, let's get into that because those tapes go deeper than that. There's alien invasions. Oh yeah, it gets insane. So basically, this guy, long story short, he says he's gonna take the daughter horseback riding, just him and her, and he disappears for three weeks. Well, before that though. Uh, the this guy the B invite which is crazy that's this guy's name B invites uh, this girl on a boating trip and he goes with some other guy in the community and the guy goes he when I saw that I wanted nothing to do with yeah him. his so own brother called him he's like he's a molester that brother's a piece of shit the brother we'll defended to, him too but we'll get yeah he's a piece of shit yeah. we'll get to that guy later so yeah they, he brings her on this horseback riding thing. Uh, the, well, no, they never went horseback riding. Well, well she <laughs> gives her a pill. He goes, here, these are for your allergies. Uh, yeah. She passes out. She disappears now um, for three weeks. First of all, it takes... Mom's like, I didn't want to call the... I didn't want to bother anybody. She said it was the weekend. I didn't want to bother anyone. <laughs> so they waited five days before they notified the police. Insane. And, and by the way, and they're like... We, you know, you never think that. This guy, they should... Never some, think it. They should some of the pictures this guy's taking. Oh, this guy was taking porno shots of this girl, like her... 
fucking posing in a nightgown with her legs spread. She was 12. Yeah, and it's like, and, and then it started becoming him taking her alone on excursion. It's like, you never thought, the neighbor, it took him one time to say, hey, this isn't normal. I'm not being around this. And these parents are like, yeah. Yeah, we didn't you know see what? anything coming. I guarantee those parents were like fucking molested and stuff. When, like, it just seemed like behavior that they were afraid to admit too because it would almost acknowledge something that had happened to them either that or they just were just so naive they would have to be the dumbest people in the world or just lived in a world where like they didn't ever consider this could ever happen to anybody yeah so wait we should get back up even more because so it's at some point the b before he even starts molesting the daughter he is he has a he tells the wife that uh, she's super attractive, has a great body, and then he starts making out with her. Her talking about it, and this she is her talking. She's like, "It made me feel in a way like so warm yeah. and nice." And I had been married for about twelve years, and it was just so. Oh, my. and you know the husband who was probably latently gay wasn't giving her, you know. Yeah. And and, and then uh, he starts working on the husband, saying like, "I have a sexless when, marriage." Well, well, first of all, so he picks up the husband, and they go for a drive. <laughs> then they pull over and some abandoned road yeah and he tells him like the he's like you know my wife she doesn't have sex with me anymore basically he said i need to be milked like men of urges and i need to be relieved and then uh and then he's like he tells him to he needs he needs a release and he says you give me a release put your hand on my wiener he goes come on it's just just kid kid stuff stuff. we're having a good time and the guy goes (laughs) i can't believe he had a boner which is the bigger bombshell that this guy jerked this guy off or that that guy at the fire fest was going to suck that guy's dick to get the stuff released. I would say the jerking this guy off just because that he was hooking up with the mother and also molesting the guy. It's insane. You could never believe it. The bet, the reveal was, uh, he's like, I don't know what I was thinking, but I jerked him off, dude. He He said, I I broke my marital vow. That was what he's most disappointed (laughs) about. I was like, how about you jerked off the guy that, fucking raped your daughter How, does that guy just have such fucking <coughs> such a manipulator that he could somehow he work a boner the biggest up? bonehead yeah, but how could he work the boner he's a psycho you could just get I, it, it was come. a power play it's yeah. like how does a rapist get a boner yeah it's true it's power and who knows what he was thinking about too he could have been thinking about also he could have yeah shit. so then basically for the three weeks that he has this girl she wakes up in like a uh, trailer yeah and there's a tape recorder next to her bed and she plays it, and it's like aliens talking about how they're going to, what was it? They were going to kill everybody if she doesn't procreate with B? So it's this weird voice. He had like a voice distorter. <laughs> and it was saying, he tells this girl, Jan, you're- She's 12, by the way. You're half alien. You're not a human. Yeah. Your mom's a human, but your father's not your father. Your father's from some planet. Where they jerk strangers off in cars. <laughs> and if you don't have sex uh, with uh, an older man and have his baby, your whole planet is going to die. Uh, and so the weight of this is on your shoulders. You'll know when this man like comes to you who he is. Yeah. And you'll know that you do. You need to carry this plan out. Don't say anything about this to anyone. Like Your sister will go blind. And uh, I think something else, something will else happen. would happen. I think somebody in your family will die. Yeah, uh, and so just go through with this plan, and like you'll we'll be in touch with you, sort of thing. And then they, and then he he kept playing tapes like that all the time. And then he showed up, and he's like, and then it basically turned into like, I'm so glad it's you that I have to procreate. Yeah, like, like he, she, she loved him. She was 12. She didn't know what the fuck. She was manipulated like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, she had you know there's a guy she, who's showing her atten- you know taking her places, try- acting like a surrogate father. Well, also, it's, there's a reason why there's laws against it because kids at that age, it's like yeah. 
You can manipulate. Uh, yeah, and so then, it, well, he staged his car to look like they had been attacked, and he like there was blood. <laughs> he, and he broke the broke window, window from the inside. Claims he was attacked from the outside. <laughs> yeah, and then, but so then they find the FBI gets involved. Well, first of all, he starts raping her. Yes, and then eventually, well, when, when was when was the part? By the way, that he admits he has a problem, and he's like. The only thing that's going to settle this problem is my therapist says I need to sleep. This in your, is after he goes in your daughter's bed and he slept there for four no, months. But you're getting ahead. First of all, parents don't want to press charges well, on because this he guy. said his wife came in and said it'll be a shame if the bee comes forward with what you guys did to him. Who do they pick? The welfare of themselves over their daughter. Horrible. So they so this guy gets off. They drop the affidavit. The FBI guy, you could tell, wanted to murder he, those parents. And the guy. And he, the bee. It, but he's like, I could not believe it. So he he kidnaps your daughter. He gets two months in prison. And he rapes her repeatedly. And then they drop charges. Then he's they sneaking they, into the house. They claim they didn't know she was raped because her hymen wasn't broken. Oh my god. Which is so disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then he is, but also before he even goes to bed, he's breaking into the house at night to see her. Well, then well, he t- the, the two daughters shared a room. They had three daughters. And he, he goes, I'll build a separation wall. Oh, yeah. Myself. He built a wall. Yeah, before Just all this. I- to isolate her, you know, get he, her alone. He goes, you guys are getting older. You need your own rooms. And like, and the other goes like, well, I don't, I don't mind sharing a room. Dude, it was, it, so then he goes to this fake therapist in Los Angeles and the therapist who's probably a fellow child molester or somehow knows this guy you would think gives a tape where he says the b in order to he was molested as a child so in order to get over it he needs to sleep in bed with your daughter and it goes on for four months like four nights a week they agreed to it four nights a week and this lady goes well he it was a doctor so i figured and it wasn't a doctor they turned out it was like some fucking con man but probably the B on top of that. Yeah, it's probably it looked a lot like his handwriting, but he said so. Dude, so then it, there, so this is the guy. Okay, let's let's go backtrack. It's, this it's is the, so much to digest. The lady, talking about it. The guy made out with the, the mom. The guy got jerked off by the father. The guy kidnapped the daughter and raped her. And now, and all charges were dropped by the family. And now he's sleeping with the daughter at night. By the way, the Fed said. All right, whatever. We vehemently disagree that you're going to drop this affidavit. It blew up their case. They said, do not, under any circumstances, have any contact with this man ever again. So what does the mom do? Immediately she, has an affair with She the starts fucking the bee for eight months. I thought it was like 11 months. <laughs> I think it was eight. Either way, it was like almost a year. Started telling her how beautiful she was and how they she need to be together. fucking the dude who raped her daughter. I mean, you can't even script this. this Better is yet, the father took the mom back after he, after he found out. We finally like, threw her just, out. And then she left and she's like, it's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to be with my husband. And he's like, I, she came back and hugged me. And that was I knew we and she goes, what, what are we? He goes, what are we doing here? We need each other. And I was like, you guys are I out. said, I turned to Courtney. Yeah. I go, these two idiots. If anyone deserves to be together, yeah. it's them. Yeah. They both have hooked up with the B. They're horrible parents. So th- we haven't even got to the best part now. now the <laughs> I don't bee, know if you can call anything in this a best. No. The bee moves, and he is working at... Uh, his brother's car lot. With, no, but then he he's also oh, running... Oh, the Montana summer camp. Yeah, and, and guess what? The daughter's 14 now. She's been brainwashed by the bee. 
She says, "Well, she also still believes this alien plot." Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So then, which I, which you can't blame. She's a child. No, this is no, no, no you, you can't don't blame, blame her whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying you can't. It sounds outlandish saying she it, was but, brainwashed. Yeah, and it's it's it, by a grown man. Yeah, and so she demands that she goes work at this camp with the bee. And, and her the, mom's like, I don't know. And by the way, the yes. mom, this is after having the affair. The affair ends. And they played audio of the mom's calls with the bee after. Well, we'll get into that in a second. So then she goes, well, she wouldn't stop. She was just crying and screaming that she wanted to go be with the bee. So we put her on a fucking plane. She did. The husband's like, I've never been so mad in my life. I know, but why didn't he go, no, you fucking bitch. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't think he knew. And so they send her to the bee by herself. Which is insane. 14 years old. After this guy's abducted her. Raped her. Which kidnapped they claim her. they don't know. Even if you didn't know, but he kidnapped her. What, what do you think happens when an adult kidnaps a 12-year-old child? So now he's they're living. She's living By the way, with it, the bee. Between this, isn't he saying he wants to marry her? Or is this now? He tells the mom he wants to marry her. No, goes, is this now or is this before? What? He's like, come on, just let us get married. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So remember when he kidnaps her? He took her to, to Mexico. Is that the first time? I got confused. The f- There's two times. Oh, right? no. That's the second time they yes. go down to Mexico. Yes. And that's where they go down to Mexico and get her. Yeah. And uh, so the, the the bee's there now has his daughter, has a daughter in Montana. And the bee's calling the mom. And the mom's super calm about it. And he's like, I love her. I want to be and with she's her. Like, well, really? He's like, like that, that's her reaction. He's like, she's she 14. Was, and she goes, she goes, do you really love her? Does she love you? That's your question? <laughs> to a 40-something-year-old man? This guy's 40s, yeah. Jesus. And she's like, well, I don't know. I got to talk to my husband about it. So he takes her from there, right? From Montana? And so then he kidnaps her again. How long does it take the parents to report it? Two weeks. And now he's in Mexico. and he. What was their excuse that time? They were just hoping she'd show up? Yeah. I mean, in the, all the whole time, they're in contact with the bee. He's yeah, calling him. Yeah, the mom has confessing calls. things. The, the mom's calls with him at that time do not sound like the calls of a woman who had an eleven month affair with this guy. No, do not sound like the mom of a child who's been abducted by this guy. Once they're just like, "How you doing? What's uh, going on with you?" Yeah, she goes, "Hey, B." Yeah, it was every hey, time. Hey, B. Hey, B. This guy. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Hey, B. Yeah, Even the like, father was like, B, what are you doing, B? He's like, I jerked you off, man. Come on, be cool. Dude, so now so now he has to marry her because it's illegal in Mexico. So, so oh, if he comes back to the U.S. and if they get married in Mexico, it would be legal and they could come to the U.S. and not, he wouldn't be arrested. So that was his plan down there. And uh, His scumbag then, brother, he, scumbag brother who knew he was a pedder ass from when they were kids uh, was like, you know, I knew. But yeah. uh, so I helped the feds bring him in, but I don't want him to get hurt. And, oh, by the way, and worked with him as like a car salesman. He's like, he was a hell of a salesman, you piece of shit. Well, yeah, he, I mean, he sold yeah, he, he sold a hand job to a man. Yeah, he <laughs> sold the fucking his, the guy's wife and abducted the daughter. He, sold, he was a hell of a. He salesman. sold them on not turning him in. Yeah, it's fucking. If you if you can do that, you can sell a car. It's mind boggling. So now they he gets finally he gets brought in. And what happens to him after that? So they bring him in. He gets stuck in the Mexican jail. They think they're going to get their oh, yeah. daughter, and she's going to be oh, I, like she. But she's miserable because she's like, wait, I didn't get to have a child with this guy like the aliens, the aliens. told me to. Yeah. Uh, which made me think of GSP if he had been through some sort of trials and tribulations. <laughs> Could be. I don't want to. I don't want to speculate. My neighbor, the bee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe he grew up next to him. Went to camp in Montana. 
<laughs> uh, and so then the B gets extradited to the U.S. Yeah. And uh, what happened then? Doesn't he? Uh, it does go to jail at some point, doesn't he? Yeah. But then, so the lady ends up writing a book about all this. and she's With all, the mom, though. Yeah, I know. And she goes on like a tour. And the well, what B- could the mom possibly have to say? Like, you were, I don't know what she I think the mom, say. I think the daughter's like, well, I'm going to capitalize on the mom's stupidity in this fucking book. I don't know. And so the bee's showing up to all her book signings. This guy's relentless. So she gets a restraining order. The bee's talking to her in the courtroom. Well, by the way, well, here's what happened. They couldn't find where this girl was. They're following the bee around. The first time. Oh, was yeah. Me- first time was Mexico, right? Second time is they can't. Well, first time was Mexico. They can't yeah, find. The, they can't find the daughter. And they're like, they're staking out the bee. And they're like, this guy's in Utah. We don't know where she is because we're staking him out and she's not here. Yeah. And so then they, he went to a phone booth, made a call, and he left a number written in the phone book. They caught up at some all-girls school in Pasadena. Of oh, that's places. right. Yes, he enrolled her in a different school. Saying he was a CIA agent. Yeah. Hey, don't tell anyone who I am because they're going to come try and look and that's for my daughter. daughter. Changed her name. Forgot all about that. Gee, there are so many twists and turns. So many layers. It's like a soap opera. Yeah, I mean, he, and it's sad to say that we're not make, like, trying to make her. light of it. Is that this someone was but life, lives were ruined by so this? So crazy, yeah. So beyond the parents are the they're they're like not far below the B in in how they handled this. They should be shot too. Horrible, just I don't <laughs> so, know how they go on. I don't understand. I my thing is I was wondering how they would even want to be part of the documentary. Like it makes you look so the guy you are on a international netflix and like one of the most talked about documentaries right now saying that you jerked a guy off who was molesting and abducted your daughter twice by the way i I hope courtney's theories because it'll be like it should be nominated for academy award makes me wish like what maybe we should write some crazy (laughs) and just film some crazy and then i mean if someone told you 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 couldn't write it you couldn't write it like oh like you're like dude people are gonna know it's fake if you go that far someone would tell you that like alien voices through a speaker in like a Winnebago? What are you, crazy? I got to watch it again because it was so, there was so much in it. It was so thick. Oh, it was as uh, meaty, girthy I mean, as a girthiest dick in the world. If it was just one story about a girl going, we it was so much that we forgot about the Pasadena plot. <laughs> no, I mean, because there is so much to dissect. So basically the beast. You could do like a 30 podcast series on this. Absolutely. You, on this show if you wanted to. And so then the bee, they're in court. She gets a restraining order. She's older now. She's in her 30s. I think he does end up going to prison. I think he kills himself. Yeah, he takes the... But when, though? Because he was haunting her when she was an adult. Yeah, he, he was relentless. Like, he was... So he wasn't in prison for long. No, he didn't do a lot of prison time. No, he did not. I think he did, like, a year or so. I, fuck, I don't really yeah, remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I just, I like, your mind is yeah. racing. It's, it's too Thinking much. Thinking about what you just saw, that when this new stuff comes on, it, you can't even digest it. Yeah, it's hard to. In looking back, your mind just sticks on crazy events, and it's hard to like wrap it around the whole thing. It's got to be the most. I I would think that it's going to end up being one of the most watched things on Netflix. It makes, in a lot of ways, it makes Das Man look like uh, Einstein. Dude, Das Man like an MIT grad. It, it makes the parents' stupidity makes Das Man look like like not like. I don't understand how they could function because, like, in in a way, they were. Husband owned a business. I know they were. The bee burned down at one point. Oh fuck, dude! How did we even forget that? (laughs) He said he was going to kill him. The bee burned him down and threatened him. Yeah, said he was going to kill the old man. Yeah, and so they do all this. The husband was looking at it burn. He said, 
Let it burn. I'm here with everybody I care about. And he put his arms around his family. I, yeah, you didn't care enough when it counted, brother. I would have been like, dude, no, why did it have to burn? Fuck the bee. We should have put him in prison. Well, you should have you should have whipped the tried to fight him. I don't, maybe you lose. Yes, yeah, he would have ended up jerking him off again <laughs> with his mouth. Dude, <laughs> how did we end up in this predicament? I'm going to suck oh, you off. Oh man, I'm so ashamed that I ended up we belong sucking to, his dick after other. he raped my daughter. We need each other. We belong together. Give me a hug. Man, uh, no, uh, yeah. How were they able to function in real life? Like, have a house, pay a mortgage, have three kids. They had cars. They, but then how could you? I mean. I'm telling you, it it's like beyond st- stupid. It, they well, were beyond stupid. Wasn't the didn't the bee like infiltrate the Mormon church? Wasn't he like in the church or something or no? I think that's how they met him. Wasn't yeah, it? Like yeah, he was a good church going. We had a lot in common. I had a business. Oh yeah, he, he was had a, a business, business man. When I heard that, I go, I this is great. He had kids. This is great. <laughs> like that, that. He was- wears pants. I wear pants. He had two ears. I had two ears. In the summer, sometimes he wears flip flops. I sometimes wear. F- He's like the only place we didn't agree on is that w- he drank. Milk out of a mug, and I drink it out of a glass. He liked young <laughs> girls. I liked men. That's where we went different, but we were able to Fuck see past dude. it. I mean, I would like to interview I would people like in that to town. Beat the shit out of those parents now. Oh, horrific. When it, the, when the mom would a, speak, I would look. I mean, it was this fucking lady is crazy. She's the worst parent I've ever seen in but my life. But then you couldn't help but laugh because it was so absurd. What she was saying, you're like, this is crazy. It, I. It almost was like. In a way, it was lighthearted because it was like so insane and so intensely insane that you couldn't help but laugh at every fucking turn. I forget who it was, but people were saying on the Danish and O'Neill Facebook page, they're like, there's no way this would happen to normal parents. Like, not that the molestation, but this specific situation. No, 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 absolutely not. Dude, how many times? You know how suspicious I am just as a person in general? If, like, anybody came up to me and said, I want to take your daughter one on one, I'd be like, no, that's not happening. Also, any guy, I don't, I wouldn't trust any grown man no. that spends time with a child that's not their own or, like, related, like a niece or a nephew. If you had any neighbor and, and, who and goes, I'd love to go take your daughter, I go, constant, you're a fucking molester. And constantly, like, all the time. Oh, by the way, there was one situation where uh, all three kids were sleeping over the bee's house, and they were on a trampoline in his backyard. Oh, yeah. And he's next to the daughter. She wakes up, and her undies are around her ankles. Yeah. And she feels kind of drowsy, and he's like, oh, you were uh, really rustling around in your sleep. You took your pants, pa- panties off. Yeah, and that's what did it. She, but she was just young, and just like, oh, yeah, it seemed plausible, and she just trusted the guy. It was, oh, my God. Parents gave him the stamp of approval. You know what, though? I will say this. I mean, what an interesting uh, thing to develop, a sense where you can smell out the most naive people in the world and then master manipulate them. Because he he laid the foundation of like, I'm going to start telling you exactly what to do and I'm going to control your lives. But he started it subtly and then just ramped it up and these people bought it hook, line, and sinker the whole way through. When he knew all, he could assess the parents' faults immediately. He's like, the yeah. dad's is gay, the mom is insecure, being, she needs to be told she's beautiful. She's being neglected by the father. He like could read the situation like a sociopath. But unbelievable talent, <laughs> in a way. It's like, what the fuck? But, it's like the villain who misuses... The ability to, uh, to be villainous instead of using it for any sort of good. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, was, uh, and he eventually kills himself. He starts showing up. He at was book like signing. the Einstein of child molesters. He hits. Like, it was crazy. Somebody like hit his car, and he hit a journalist or something. He hit him with the car, and he was going to go back to prison. Yeah. And the brothers like. He told me he didn't want to go back there, and he took some pills and drank uh, a white Russian, did himself in. He was blaming the parents, too, a lot, the brother. Brother was a piece of shit. Yeah, brother was a piece of shit. What of a course. piece of shit. Dude, something tells me that those guys didn't come up uh, you know, with a traditional family. I'll tell you that. Well, they said B was molested. I know, but the brother, I mean, the brother was fucking crazy, and this other guy was a legit Iceman style child molester. He had a great hairstyle, like in a lot of those pictures. Dude, he looked like a pervert from. If you. That guy on the boat, he took him one second to be like, this is something fucked up is here. I know. That's you could, it. I took me one look at the photo, and I could say, oh, that's the molester. The audio tapes were so crazy. The love letters. So By the way, creepy. who was taping all the so tapes? The audio tapes were like, you are so beautiful. Oh my God! I'm just like oh, that voice. Ugh. Then the girl, as a woman, she was she was a very attractive lady. The one sister said she grew up because the very two of the hot. sisters were like our parents were great, couldn't ask for better, and one of them was like my parents can't really they never wanted to know what exactly happened sexually because they have to block it out because I don't think they could live knowing what they were responsible for. Oh, they seemed like they were blocking out some trauma in their own lives for decades and decades. But also being responsible for this, all of this. I've known people like that. I've relatives who like won't acknowledge anything their and heads just were ignore. Deeply in the sand. But that's yeah, that was next level. <laughs> it was next level. It was uh But whew. also they seem like real fine with it. They're like, yeah, you know. Like it seemed like they they have not let anything set in. Yeah, no, it's uh, I, yeah. Where is B's wife? I'm assuming, obviously, didn't want to talk on the record. <laughs> B's wife said, "Get the fuck away from me! I will never See, acknowledge what, three it to kids B. or more." Yeah, I mean, I thought they said he had five kids. He must have been raping the shit out of his other kids. You would imagine. I mean, there's. I think you could do a series. The full. I think this isn't the last we've heard of abducted in plain sight. I wanted to know, like, what is Jan's life as an adult like? Like, was she married? She was married? I don't know. Yeah, I never said it. Sad. Is she married? Is she not? Is she ever have kids? You know, like high functioning. Whatever she is, with all that shit, she seemed very high functioning. To be able to to live, to even just have any semblance of a normal life, and yeah. not have like horrible drug and alcohol, pro- you know, and maybe because it was so absurd to her, it was like able to wrap her head around. She it. forgave her parents, which I don't know if I could do. Yeah, like, but I mean, I think it's like. Man, if you have two choices, I think she would either killed herself. She had to, you know, think of all that shit she de- dealt with, or it's just like, all right, move on. Yeah, because I don't think there was any. I don't think there's any in between on that. Like, do are they all still Mormons? Do you imagine your parents let this happen to you not once, but fucking twice? Ugh. <laughs> it was. It's insane. Just thinking about it, it's insane. I know. We we'll have to watch it again. Did you see the Ted Bundy yet? I started watching it. I saw. I'm done with it. I'll wait for you to get done with yeah, it. Yeah, I started watching it. It was interesting. Got uh, really uh he's another, to tell his another, story. Another maniac. Yeah. I dude I, yeah. It's bizarre how like how many people say how good looking he is. Did you notice that? I could see for the time he's like and I, like as like you compare him to like serial well, yeah. killers he's he, like John he's, Wayne Gacy he's like <laughs> the, the Jeffrey disgusting. Dahmer he's like yeah. the, he's the George Clooney of serial killers. Yeah. I mean for like he wasn't like it was not like he was like uh, killing Victoria's Secret models, you know what I mean? It was for like average society. Yeah, he was above average looking dude, and he had he was charismatic. 
It's, so uh, I get that gets crazy and crazier to I'm the sure. end. I didn't really know much of his story. I knew the name, didn't really know much about him. I'm sure it's a... Uh, but that gets insane. There's only four episodes of that, pretty short. Because at the end, I was like, that ended oh. kind of abruptly. I thought there would be more. We, we all know how it ends. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no there's no spoiler <laughs> alerts. If you know the story, you know the story. I think there should be... More. I think you got to dig deeper and duck it into plain sight, though. What, just get more into this? I mean, how I, much... I could watch... 100 episodes. I want a reality show with those parents just to see, like, does the father just bump his head on things because he's so stupid? He thinks like a Homer. Even Homer Simpson was more uh, better father in tune with better, what was going on. This guy was so, their parents were so oblivious. That FBI guy, you could tell, he goes, he was like, he was, he, he, was, he was beside himself. Even now. I could see him quitting. He was beside himself like, years later. Yeah. Well, you, how could you not be? You're witnessing this happening to a young and child. No, nothing you could do. Nope. Someone, he, he must well, how did child services not come and take their kids away? I don't know. A different time, maybe? I'm not sure. Well, then again, they don't do it today either. I mean, people fucking die. Their kids die and stuff. That FBI guy must have wanted to break into their house and hold a gun to their... Like, you fucking idiots. How many times... Move you, away. I, I bet you that that FBI at some point is like, I'm going to go murder the bee. I'm going to go murder B. I'm sure it was. Fucking be done with it. I'm sure he did not. I'm sure it. everyone on that force is like, all right, do you think we can all get away with this? Yeah, like, how do we do this without it being any choices? I would. Fire that guy. I'd be like, all right, we're going to kill this guy. Even if you were the dad, it would cross your mind. Dude, that guy should have been tortured and murdered over the course of like two years. It's always annoying when somebody fucking... in this, when he kills himself and you're like, he got off so much easier. Yeah. I mean, not yes and no, but it's it's annoying where you're like, he, he didn't take the, Dude, the punishment. I don't think you should torture people, but I think that guy should have been tortured for decades. Like yeah. physically put through a living And mentally, hell. like what he did to other people. Yeah. Well, he might, he, like, some tells me there was, there was nothing off limits in that guy. It was, uh, it was a haunting show. <laughs> Just for one episode, it really... <laughs> Because making a murder, you have all those episodes to comb through yeah. and to pick up. This thing was just uh, we hard saw, hitting. When that guy jerked that guy off, Renazizi and I looked at each other. We had to stop it because we were laughing so fucking hard. <laughs> we couldn't stop for like 10 minutes straight. And it was how he told the story. It it's was just kid so... stuff. That's the weirdest. Let me jerk me off. It's just kid stuff? Well, what? I mean, dude, think about how easily that guy was probably fucking bullied into doing whatever he wa- what kids wanted in high school. Like, what are you going to do, man? Do you, don't you want to be cool? Just kid <laughs> stuff. Come on. In the car. Just jerked him off. Oh, I need a release. And he didn't even ask the B to give him the reach over as well, the simultaneous. No, he just loved servicing the B. And the, and the mom was like in love with him. The whole family was... I, I, the mom talking about him in present day didn't seem that have like that bad of feelings. Not bothered. She almost seemed like she missed Still him. Still loved him a little bit. It's almost like she's like, I would have been with the B if I if I didn't want to like ruin my family. She sounded like someone looking back like, oh, what could have been? Yeah. Like just the, the not processing Star-crossed any of it. Star-crossed lovers. Yeah, like, oh, wow. Well, he loved my daughter. I loved him. My husband loved him. It's just like... It was almost like if the what? husband just would have been cool and gone over and started fucking the B2, that if if it would have been like cat dancers. I could picture this being like a cat dancers situation where the husband and the wife are fucking the B. Yes. And the daughter. They needed to do. I would like to see a show where the hus- the husband and wife do interviews together. It's just like, what is that dynamic? I couldn't tell if they were still married. What the deal was? It seemed like they were. They don't even say it. I would guess. 
Like, did the family, I'm assuming they still see each other? Like, the daughters and the parents still see each other? The mother was on the book tour with her, and then she went to court with her. The mom had, like, many different looks. Like, she was gray for a period, but then she was, like, jet black later. She even, when she was sitting next to the mom during the courtroom when, when the bee was talking directly to the daughter. Why was the bee? He was, like, allowed to, like, question her. I know. I was like, I, what is this? I know, and then the bee... Or then the mom was almost like, hey, B, I'm over here. Do you think I still look good? <laughs> like showing her cleavage. I, I did feel bad for the mom because she must have been like such a neglected person that any attention thrown at her, she would forget any sort of grievances. I wonder had. where they live because this is obviously going to get them a ton of attention. I mean, she had the book, though. The, the daughter yeah, had a book. It's true. I, I, but they I, said the book didn't, a book didn't sound like it sold well. Well, it's going to sell like hotcakes now, I'll tell oh, you that oh, no, much. no, it will now. I think it was her last, like, ditch effort of, like, maybe if we do a documentary. I also think if I read that book, I wouldn't believe a goddamn word. Didn't the dad say something stupid like, this is so crazy, but it's our story. It happened to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, well, that's your take on this thing? Dude, I bet you people read that book. I bet if you go online and you look at that book before this came out, people be like, this is lies. Someone made this up. So it's almost like she's like, no, no. Wait till you listen to my parents. Then you'll believe this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. So let that be a lesson to you, folks. Uh, watch your neighbors. <laughs> I'd love to see, like... I'd love to meet that FBI guy to be like, tell me like some stories. Yeah, give me the uh, stories of like interacting with these parents. Give me the straight story on what you like. I want to see. I want your unbridled opinions that you would tell somebody behind closed doors. I want the dad IQ test. Mom, too. Here's the thing, though. I think that they're Possibly. functioning enough. But also, man, it's like, Jesus. Could be book smart and just like street smart to negative levels. Yeah. I don't even know if they're book smart, but they're like. They're maintaining a certain level of intelligence to get through life. Was, but lacking new to, was and, he new to town or was he just like stumbled across I this? I thought he family? moved next door or something. Or didn't yeah. he? Wait, wasn't there a thing? He saw her and he said he like wanted was her. Wasn't he like, like fixing their car and shit? Like doing random shit like that? Oh, you need to, I'll do it. Yeah. Like really to like. To get in good yeah, with Yeah, like let me help. Please. And then it made them feel like they owed him something. Yeah. And what they owed him was the daughter. But didn't he like see her? And he was like, oh, I need her. He called her Dolly. Like the first time he met her. Dolly. And then to hear her voice back, oh, she sounded like she was three years old. Yeah. She's like, hey. Who man. knows, dude? Who knows? She may have been molested by the fucking other. Yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, what a. It's Jesus Christ. It was a rough. It was a rough watch, but it was. Uh, whew. It's the most entertaining thing you'll see all year. It's, if that doesn't win an ri- award, it's riveting. It needs to win an Academy well, Award. By the way, what I, I was having trouble telling, like what period of time, like when. So the daughter looked like drastically different in two different time periods. Like with the with the interview clips, modern, like modern day. Yeah, she that was her. That but, was her modern day. Like, yeah, was she had dark hair. Yeah, she also had her look changed. I'm sure they did this over the course of a few years. Yeah. Because um, there was like book tour footage. It was like I, I was like I don't know when this is. It seemed like it was a while ago though. But yeah, I, was, I couldn't tell if that was like nineties or two yeah, thousands. I, I couldn't or, tell. But well, congratulations because that book is going to fly off the goddamn shelf. I'm assuming the parents are still alive. I would guess. 
Probably. It didn't say anything at the end. Dude, something tells me you could find their address and their phone number and everything. People are going to be taking pictures in front of their house like Bird Box. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be asking the dad for his autograph. I bet he'd be flattered. He'd be like, oh, you saw it? What'd you think? I like, can see that. I yeah, I can see that. They're like, I saw you on it. And then no. they would spit in his face and be like, you fucking idiot. I don't get it. Why? He's like, your only job was to protect that child and you no, dropped but, the goddamn ball. Uh, well, we couldn't do the affidavit. I had given the man a hand job. I mean, dude... It, it would be like if, uh, like, what, who's that, Natalie Smart or uh, Elizabeth Smart? You yeah. know, if, like, she got back and then her parents still invited her abductor over to her house to spend the night with her. Just, uh, I don't know, if, I think Elizabeth Smart might have been boss. I don't know who you're talking about, but just, like, and just having a child, too. Not that you have to have a child to understand that, but, like, having, you're, like, just, I'm, like, this is mine. It's blowing my mind. They, uh. It's it it flabber it's flabbergasting. I'm assuming Bird has two daughters was like because he gets like emotional too like about like he couldn't wrap his head around any of it. <laughs> and Renaz, I mean Renazizi has kids. What did and Ari? Was like, have, what did Ari have to say about? Um, Ari would just stop and look and be like, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened?" I I said, "What the fuck?" Like I think like ten times because it just kept getting crazier. It you was, thought you had heard everything that was, the, and then you're like, "Wait, what?" We kept replaying that when he talked about the handjob over and over, because <laughs> I was like, "You, this can't be happening. This can't be happening." Like he, the, he's fucking the wife. He's getting jerked off by the dad. He's raping the daughter. Fucking mind. It took him for a car ride. The father. It's yeah. like well, I don't forget where he said like a hey, pond man, or something. They have a lot in common. They both own stores. He's like, we both own businesses, right? What's a hand job between two friends? It's just kid stuff. Well, you're right, B. <sighs> wow. Wait, that your dick smells kind of like my wife. Eh, who cares? I don't think he knows what his wife smells like. <laughs> they probably sleep in separate wings of the house. They seemed like they were, they almost seemed like they were too stupid to know how to fuck. You know hey, they had I mean? three kids somehow. I don't know how. Again, this this goes to show you that like Kids are resilient. They can survive everything. They survive those fucking dumbass parents. When it's like, I've heard people be like, I, you know, I'm scared of having kids. It's like, if these fucking idiots can raise three kids. Somehow they had a house, jobs, yeah, three kids, and they were that stupid. Do you think, I would assume to this day, people talk about that in that town. Got in, to, in it's got to be the urban legend. It was a small town, too, yeah. right? In Idaho, and it's like. I'm surprised nobody stepped it. I mean, I guess if they didn't have any other friends with the B, but why did nobody ever step in and be like, well, no, I mean, the fucking prosecutor. I mean, the goddamn state tried to step in. No, and the FBI was them. like trying to get in. They said, don't talk to this guy. Clearly, like, they're like, if you're going to drop the affidavit, which is insane, you're out of your fucking. It would be you're harder. You're out of your element, Donnie, with this guy. Yeah. Like, he's going to run circles around you. It would be harder to get away with it today. But oh, back a lot, then, a lot it harder. Was like, it was a different time. They said, like, we lived in an environment. You didn't lock your car. You left the keys in there. Yeah. <laughs> you let you let your. You didn't lock your doors. You let your daughter go with your neighbor for three weeks. You take the word of a therapist you've never seen or met, and you let a man sleep in your bed for six, four months. But he was breaking in at night. And going in, too. What kind of house is it? Like, where was everybody? You don't hear anything. Yeah, I can see. I can see the guy leaving in the morning, and the, the mom's, "Hey, B, what are you doing here? You want some waffles? Yeah, I'm gonna." He's like, "Oh, I was just fixing the toilet, just hanging around, <laughs> coming oh. out of her room. Like, oh, I was something was uh, her dresser was. Uh, I had to fix a uh, something Dude, on it's there. It's like that, and then you realize like how easy it is for a civilization to collapse because th- these people aren't like 
they're not as rare as you think. No, that's what's crazy. That's and so what's sad about you it. You wonder how like the Nazis come around. And they're or, the people who vote. So many people are, have this in them, man. And they're, though, these are the people who love to vote. They're like, we better make sure to cast our ballots. Yeah, I mean they should they should have no say in anything. No, they should be they should be deported to like an to Fire Island, Stupidity with, Island. Yes, with other idiots. Yeah, with no food, and no welcome water. Welcome to the Retard Peninsula. It's like Survivor. Good luck if you make it. Great if you don't. None of them will make it. They'll all start manipulating each other. I mean, they'll just be like a. Oh, it was. Uh, yeah, I, I was. They had clam chowder for brains, man. I still don't know Fuck if it. I believe it. It's still. So I know. Crazy. Part of me is like thinking it's. But everyone's I was like, it. if it is a hoax, it's it's an insane hoax. Oh, I don't mind being taken by this because it's not a hoax. But I was like, if it is, it's it's crazy. So well, that's uh, abducted in plain sight. Yeah. Before we get You've out, probably of here. seen it. But yeah, if you haven't, you can still watch it and and enjoy it. I think just the same to see what the hell oh, we're talking. I'm going to watch it again for sure. Speaking of watching, I happened to see uh, Guy Fieri's new show, Triple D Nation. Triple D Nation. What? How's it different than the other? It's a highlight reel of. Uh, oh, so this sh- motherfucker, listen to what he did. So he goes, the the opening something like, you know. I always people come up to me all the time and they say, "Hey, I saw you go to that one place. What's going on there now?" Well, I got the answer for you. This is Triple D Nation. So he's going back to the big hitters from Triple D, but all he does is reshow the same footage of him being there the first time, and then gives a very brief like, "Hey, me talking oh, to them now." Way to, way to remonetize. Just recycled. Uh, but I don't want to. I didn't want to admit this, but as soon as we got to Park City. Somebody sent us to this pizza place. It was a triple D. And when we got there, it was a triple D. It was on triple D. (laughs) Oh, man. And and Renazizi's died. He's like, oh, you're going to love this. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes to this guy's place. Uh, He goes to one place. It's called like Capone's. And he's like, oh, with a name like Capone's, you better be doing Italian food just right. I like how you're talking about like your real name. And the guy's like, yeah, a vicious killer. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, great, dude. So he goes to this uh, other place, and this lady's eating there, so he talks to some of the clientele, like, what do you like about this place? And there, uh, almost eight out of the ten people they used were like, I saw it on your show, and I knew I had to come down here. And he's just stroking him, and he's loving it. Like, I mean, I get it. It's great for the business. Yeah, of course. But I he's under- such understand. a fucking doucher. So this lady eating there, this is a direct quote. Chef Danny hasn't changed since he was on the show four years ago. He's still the same guy. He's got the same passion. <laughs> What do you think? What was going to happen to him? He's not driving around a limo like he's a star. What was going to happen to him? He's not wearing feathered boas. What are you talking about? He's surprisingly grounded. Chef Danny's lost it. He's gone to his head. You see what he's wearing? The guy's wearing leather pants now. He's got rhinestones on his jacket. And like like we said, I get it. This changes these people's businesses, changes their lives. But I saw this couple. They owned a business, and they've since opened, I think, two more restaurants. And the woman starts crying. And she's like, I get emotional thinking about it. She's like, this is the house the guy built. And he's like, that's, that's it for the show. I mean, how can we go on from there? What a soundbite. That's where I'm so torn. You know what? This guy skirts a line so well. He skirts the line between he, he can do the most obnoxious shit, but then he'll redeem himself by like cooking food for like three months for firefighters. <laughs> but it's also like it's. He also skirts the line perfectly. You helped out these small businesses. Yes. I mean, but it's also made helped, their dreams come true. Helped him enormously. No, I know, but it's like, how do you, 
he's like, man, you, you, also, you want him to get busted for something insane so that you could hate him. Because every time you can't hate those people, he never goes too far to ones to the hateable side. We know what he does, and then he straddles the line. And then you hear these people, and it's like change their fucking life. I mean, imagine this: you have a business, and you're no, like, I, I get, get by, it. And now you're now you're able to like afford to fucking. No, I get it, but I wouldn't. I'd never cry. Thank you, Guy Fieri. He's like the blade of the douchery world, where he's like walking half in the world of redemption, and the other half world of fucking stupidity. I don't think Courtney's ever really been exposed to Fieri. And really? she's like, get this off. The way he talks between segments is driving me crazy. That's fucking like, it's killer. Just like, it's so like over the top, like broadcastery. Like, I love his I fake laugh. I went to Utah and weird where I stopped. Yeah. And it, I love his laugh. And uh, Hunter, because they were on the, the uh, Fieri. Oh, shit. Uh, he's, they, really, he's really uh, grooming him. He is. He wants he's Hunter to, him. to follow in his footsteps. He's the, he's Drake, he's the Drake of the grooming world. So he, uh, they were on their Winnebago trip, their cross-country trip to Yosemite. I wonder if Bert runs into them on the, on the Winnebago <laughs> tour. Literally? Yeah. <laughs> they crash. <laughs> he, he, they are friends. Uh, so Hunter, he's bringing in all the restaurants. Not the wife and not the younger son, but Hunter. And I know you don't like this sort of talk, but I think it's too late. I think he's gone too deep. He's got double big diamond double earrings. Shut, no, he doesn't. He does. Oh, God. Uh, he's same like wearing the flat-billed hat. And he's just like talking all his dad's lingo he's in too really? deep the younger son has a shot i think hunter it's too late I he's going that. to the same college his dad went to it's he's he's <sighs> doing all the show appearances oh boy he's, he's eating the mexican pizza with his old man at one of these places Fuck hunter well it's too late you know what though he might rebel at the end guy met up with one of his he's like this is one of my best friends the guy like could not have been more of a fieri style guy double earrings Sunglasses backwards on the head. Oh my god! And I was like, these guys, like, like, like all his friends must be like this. Do you think that he stole the fashion from that guy? Or? I don't know if it's like they all just like the same stuff, or if guy did yeah. it and then they steal it, or vice versa. But he's like, this is my best friend, and he's like, good to see you, guy. You got to try the new sub here. Oh my god! <laughs> I hate these people. It's gold. Oh, All right, man. Yeah, let's get out of here. For one quick thing, happy birthday to Caesar from your homie Omar. Whoa, if that, uh, if that means Caesar Milan. It could be the Dog Whisperer. It could be okay. If uh, if you have a homie Omar and your name's Caesar and it's your birthday, yeah, you, you know who you are. Check out Beach Cops. Check out Bet DSI. Use that promo code Dio One Hundred One. Should have a new T-shirt coming. We reached out to uh, Matt Lynch. Oh yeah. Did I TV, um, did I resend that to you? Uh, no, but uh, okay. we'll talk about it after. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we should have that going soon. Boner City merch is still out there if you haven't gotten it yet. And uh, yeah, check out Beach Cops. And uh, I think that's it for the program. True Blue Beach Jabroni. Uh, yeah, somebody sent us. Uh, there's Utah. Uh, I saw that. Where are there Some... Utah Wild Horses? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's out west. Yeah. A lot of open land out there. Big boss man, round any up? Big boss man. <laughs> Pay for any of those stallions? <laughs> if you have kids uh, and somebody comes to you and says, hey, I want to hang out with your kids one-on-one. I'm just a friendly neighbor. You say, go yeah. fuck yourself. <laughs> say, well, not going to happen today. I'll come on every, I'll come, I'll handcuff myself to you on these excursions. By the way, I don't, I mean, yeah. Why would your kids need to go with your neighbor? Yeah, anywhere. They were really like, get t- they were really taking 
their children's demands seriously. Be instead moved. of being a but instead of being a parent, being like, yeah, yeah no, idiot, you're not going. By the way, never did therapy. Never, you know, like she came back from the first abduction, like she was acting weird. It's like, oh, that's weird that she's acting oddly. Poor girl. And the guy, B's carrying around a pocket full of sleeping pills, being like, oh, I have your allergy pill. And they didn't even say if the parents gave her yeah. allergy pills. Eddie was hanging out with Cosby. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Insanity. All right. Jose, Adios. Jose Aldo's back. I know. He looked good. <laughs> he looked crisp. He looked fucking good. <laughs> he looked rejuvenated. He's still yeah. young. He's like 32. Who is that new guy that uh, fucking hook kicked that guy and then fucking. I've seen that guy fight. That guy's a big motherfucker. He's His name's Johnny Walker, but he's Brazilian. Is he? Yeah, he's from Brazil. So is it Walker with an R? <laughs> Was it Hodger? Johnny Walker. Uh, I think that's his name. He's a big motherfucker. Yeah, he whipped that guy. Yeah. That ref let him take some abuse. You know who was at the comedy store the other night? Courtney showed me a picture on Instagram. Yeah. The ref with the braided... Uh, oh, Beltran? The tassel, the tassel beard. Beltran? He was there. He was Ro- he, he He's big picture. on uh, Instagram. He had a pic with Rogan. He lives uh, right down the street. Like he lives in like Monrovia or something. Oh, does he? Yeah, he he lives in the area. Yeah, he showed up. I think now he's really like. I think his look has really gotten him a lot of attention because he's a lot of followers now. I think he's really making some appearances. Well, he showed up at the comedy store the other night. Keep an eye out for him. He's the new Herb Dean, dude. People are calling him the Herb Dean of 2019. Herb Dean got injured. No, uh, yeah, he got yeah, injured, he right? couldn't, uh, he couldn't do that fight. Did you see that somebody tweeted us the clarification that Mitrione and Fedor fought before oh, yeah. the tournament? I saw that. I was like, and that was why. Okay, all right, let's get out of here. That's been pre-show, post-show talk. Why was it? Was Mitrione in the tournament? Then he got knocked out by somebody. I think he lost. Yeah, to for, Bader. Bader, I think Bader beat him. Beat him yeah. yeah, I think he knocked him out. All right. They said that was like, a, wasn't that a good fight or no? I, I think so. I don't remember. I don't mind. Bellator puts on some good shows. Big John's a color commentator over there. Yeah, Goldberg too. I hear you hear the highlights. Is Goldberg you know? over there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he did go. Okay. You're like I miss you miss hearing Goldberg. Well, now we got to listen to fucking uh, Stephen A. Smith. Is what I this is crazy. It's like you don't, don't know like anything about this sport. Shut up. I did you watch the ESPN where he's giving like Ocho some fu- bunch of shit. Ocho fucking Ocho Cinco. Really, uh, no. Put him in his place. Like really fucking laid into him. And then they held hands. Like, hey man, you know we're all still friends. He got real heated. We, remember we we were at that party and we saw Stephen A. Smith. Where was that? That producer we knew. She had about she had birthday parties. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was there yeah. in like a shitty suit. And he yeah. was like looking at chicks who were way younger than yeah. him. Yeah, I didn't know who he was. And he looked like a muppet. He's he a weird look. Yeah, I was like, it's fucking Stephen. That a. was Smith. the same guy who said he hated MMA. Or MMA isn't a real sport, dude. He'll go wherever the money is. But he's not a true fan. He's not a true Blue Beach pony no, either. He's, he's not. not wearing... I wouldn't allow him to wear the Danish and O'Neill true Blue Beach pony actually, shirt. I blocked him from buying I'd one. rip it off his body. He said he wanted to buy 1000 I said, nope. I'd beat him with it. Bert said he wants to buy $100 worth. <laughs> yeah, he's a big boss man. <laughs> big boss. Might call this episode Big Boss Man Bert, in parentheses, abducted in plain sight. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. Take it easy. Have a good week. Get on the bet DSI. See ya. Danish O'Neill Danish and O'Neill Your empty hearts They will steal Danish and O'Neill Oh,
like to party. Rock the Bushman. Rock the Bushman. Folks, babe, if you're not ready to party, get out.